Welcome back to another edition of Runs in the Family. I'm your host, Dink Taylor, along with my son, Skylar Taylor, and we have a special guest today. Skylar, do you want to introduce our special guest? We're here with Kelsey Hodges. <laughs> Kelsey's here. It's a big week because um, it's Olympic Trials Week, and I imagine every podcast in the U.S. is talking about the marathon trials. And our own Kelsey here from Huntsville, Alabama, will be running in the trials. And I'm going to actually kind of turn it over to Kelsey here in just a second because I want to... Kelsey, how long have you been running? So I've been running four and a half years. So you're still, to me, a new runner at only four and a half years. Skylar, how long have you been running? Probably that long as well, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Y'all are both pretty new runners to me. And the fact that Kelsey's already made the Olympic trials... Uh, how old are you? 27. Um, I imagine you you're, you work a full-time job. Sure do. Nine to five. And did your job bring you to Huntsville, Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. Not the current job I have, but that's why I'm here. All right. So let's go back to, let's go to your childhood. Did you play sports? Yeah. So that was, I think, the big, it wasn't like I just went from, you know, not really doing any athletic activity to run in. I've played sports my whole life. I took a break in college because school was hard. What kind of sports were you playing? I played, so I played basketball growing up um, and softball and volleyball. (laughs) So I was obviously, I mean, my school was small, so they needed everybody to play everything. But yeah, so I lettered, I had 12, uh, 11 letters. I think I missed volleyball freshman year. <laughs> and so but, did this go on to college too? Sports? No. I um, I had a couple. I could have gone and played at a couple D3s, um, some D1s at like nerdy schools <laughs> that like don't really have a lot of people playing sports, but um, I made the decision that I wasn't sure I liked it that much. And so I decided to just go to University of Washington. Got an, I had an academic scholarship there, so I decided I would go there and focus on school instead. I knew you went to Washington because your Washington Huskies played my Auburn Tigers. Yep, so sure did. It was, <laughs> it was a good game up until you the last You actually went to bit. the game. Yeah, sure was. Yeah, I was there. That was my first experience yeah. running in Atlanta was when we went to that game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It was just as hilly then. So you came to Huntsville where you run. When did you just, how, yeah. how did you start running? Yeah, so, well, so I, I actually started running. I trained for a half marathon when I was in college um, with one of my friends. And then I was doing my 11-mile run by myself at home, and I got heat stroke, like really bad heat stroke. Like, I guess, yeah, you actually might not have known this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, got, I got heat stroke bad enough that I ended up in the hospital. Um, like, I passed out. I don't remember anything. I woke up in the hospital like four hours later. Um, and so then I didn't run for like a year and a half because, <laughs> obviously, that was bad. That was scary. Never were having you, like Were run. you running in the middle of the day? Was yeah, it-, it was like I started at like 9. It was probably, it was probably like... 80 degrees, 75, 80 degrees. It was dry, but it, that doesn't matter. Hmm. Um, and that was at the point when I didn't really realize that you're not supposed to go and run as hard as you can every single run, you know? Oh, so yeah. this was like the longest run I've ever done. You're new. I'm, I'm running as hard as I can for an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. And then, the, so, so anyway, so I like, I tried to start, stop there. I didn't run the race. I didn't do anything. I got told I shouldn't run. Um, and then I started again when I moved to Huntsville because I needed something to do. I ran a half marathon in 201, and then I said, okay, cool, I'm done. <laughs> like, did it, check the box, good to go. I don't think I need to do that again. 201 so, halves, gather. 201. So what brought you back in after that? So after that was right around the time that I met y'all, actually. I started dating Andrew Hodges, 
and he was running the Boston Marathon. And so I went up to watch that. And I then was I there. was like, I was yeah, there. you were there. We got dinner right. that night. Remember in, uh, like, it was sometime before. We went to some Italian place. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. Like, and I, it was so cool. I just, I loved it. I loved all of it. And then, you know, it was like hanging out with all of you guys and you're all running. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> I feel like I should probably like, so I, I was like, all right, I'm going to sign up for one just to like, just so that I can say I can do it. Like Boston was so cool. It was infectious, right? Like, obviously you've been up there. We're going back this year. It's just incredible. People get so excited. And so I was just like, I want, I want to be a part of it. I want to do, I had no idea. I didn't think I could qualify or, for it or anything. I just wanted to run like a marathon. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then I chose the worst possible marathon in that. I chose the Rock and Roll Savannah. Um, the hot one. Yeah, it was hottest. Two people died that day. They shut the course. Um, there was, like, an out and back at mile, like, 20, I think. And right after I passed it, they shut it off. Um, so people, the rest of the people didn't run the full distance because um, it was so bad. They didn't want people out there. Um, we were just did like, you run the whole marathon? Yeah, yeah. What did you end no. up running? I ran, like, 407 I think yeah which means really I ran I ran for like three hours and 40 minutes and I walked for like 20 minutes because it was so hot it was like yeah were you worried about having another heat stroke yeah I started getting tunnel vision so I was like walking on like free like freeway on ramps that was that was really bad I remember that weekend yeah yeah it was it was so bad it was like I mean that race I think is always pretty hot, right? Savannah doesn't get that cool, but it was still it was miserable. But then you know how marathons work. It's like you finish and you're like, well, I can do better. <laughs> I, got, I got to do better than that. So that was your first thought was, well, I got to do better than 407 or whatever. Yeah, my initial when I signed up for the marathon, my plan was to just run that one. I don't and even would remember be done. you running ever running that slow. No yeah. disrespect. Yeah, no, to it's the 407 fine. There. So yeah. what, what year would that been? So that was. 2015 yeah because that was like yeah 2015 you sure it wasn't longer or sooner recent more recent than that that's five so four and a half years ago i think so oh my gosh is it i think it was even more recent than that i don't i'm gonna have to see see it no see it because cim was 2018 rocket city 2017 um Indy was 2016. So, so I should. So I there? guess I've been running for like five years. But so 407 marathon. <laughs> yeah, 407. And then I kind of remember bits and pieces of just being out running and seeing you running, and I can remember thinking, "Well, dang, she's hauling butt." <laughs> um, not yeah. 407 yeah. marathon type <laughs> stuff. So where did you go from the 407 marathon? What happened? Because what. There had to be a transformation somewhere. Yeah. Because 407 is not anything like Olympic marathon qualifying. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a ways away. Now, in fairness, I think I was in better shape than 407 if it had been cold. But um but yeah, so I think so the next that winter I ran, I trained for Mercedes, which I still I love that race, right? It's got the big hill in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um and so I trained for that just for a half and I ran 136. And so that like if you you know, I'm an engineer. I like all those little time converters, yeah. right? And so if you plug it in, then I think that says you could run like a, you know, 325 or something. So I said, okay, well, so now I, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to go for that instead. So, yeah. So then I trained. I ran 319 at Indy the next fall. Um, and so that was, I was like, I was like, this is probably the only time I'm ever going to get a 50 minute PR. <laughs> but yeah, so probably, probably pretty Unless close. You go up in big distances. Yeah, then you right. can. Right, um, it's a little easier with that. So, 
that you said you ran a three nineteen. Yeah, three nineteen. was that, high. Yeah. And then that was at Mercedes. No, so it was um, in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. I will never run the Mercedes full. <laughs> two two, loop, oh, two not, loops. I've done it no. a couple times. It's not bad. Two loops um, on that hill. Once on that. So then you got down to three nineteen. So where where were you mentally when you got to three nineteen? So, and I I guess this is I've only. I finished Indy, and then predictably I was like, well, I, I can do better than that. <laughs> like, that was, I think I had, like, I had about an hour, and then I was like, I can, I, I, like, I think I can run faster. Like, I really do. <laughs> and so I think the only, the only marathon I've ever really finished being, like, I don't think I could run any faster was the one, the next one that I did, which was Rocket City 20, 2017. And that so, was your next marathon? That was my next marathon. So that, That's where you ran, like, close to three hours. Yeah, right? yeah. So I went out on, like, 255 pace, um, and I held it. I had a great race through 24, and then the wheels just fell all the way off and rolled away, and we're just gone. <laughs> but so. I, I rem- that's when I used to start seeing you out training where mm-hmm. I knew you were running pretty fast, like 645 pace or something like that. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your training up to that point. What, okay. what, was someone coaching you? Uh, what was going on as far as training and coaching at yeah. that point? So um, up until up until Rocket City and then a little, I guess a little bit after that, um, when I said I first wanted to run a marathon, Andrew handed me the Jack Daniels book <laughs> and said, here's the Bible. <laughs> and so... There's a lot of people that feel that way about that book. Yeah. Hey, I... I love that book. It treated me really well. But so yeah, so I did my first four marathons um, were all the Jack Daniels. I think I used for the half for half marathons because Jack Daniels doesn't have a half plan, right? He has a 15k plan, and he says, "Yeah, probably just hang on." Yeah, <laughs> which is that's a little bit much. That's it's a, a little lot. little far. Right, four more miles is a lot. But yeah. so so I just follow I followed Jack Daniels' plan. I did shorter races to find my paces. And then I just followed it to a T. Um, and then after, for Rocket City, and then... So for, you said you followed it to a T, but, like, what does that mean? What kind of miles per week? Did you have a build-up phase? Was it a long, was it a 16-week program? What was it? So his is a 20-week program, 20. but but only, um, I think only, actually, it might be 24 and only 18 weeks are actual work. Um, so I think that 20, it's 24 weeks with a base building phase. So you've got, that sounds right. You've got like six weeks of just like mileage, right? Just no workouts, maybe some strides, just like run all of that. Um, and so that was, I, so I almost always did that. I would skip that part at the end or like for later races when I had a base. Um, what was the mileage? So he doesn't specify mileage. He specifies like as percentages. So I would basically go in and I would pick what I wanted my longest run to be. And then I would back that out because you're it's only ever supposed to be like 25% of your total mileage. Um, but I think originally I, when I was training for Indy, I thought I would do like really good if I could run 50 miles a week. Um, and so I would run, I think I got up to 55 or 60 before Indy. So that was like for the Boston qualifier. Um, but I also, I never did because I was training myself. I didn't do cycles right like so now i'm i'm with running lane and it's a lot more tenable to do like build up three weeks and then down one week and build up three weeks and then down and i would just like 
build up and I would just stay there as long as I could, you know. And thankfully, I'm like pretty durable. So I could stay there for a while, but it also, it wears on you, you know. So I think I did probably 60 and then I basically would just like increase a little bit more each time. So I think for Rocket City, I got up to like 65, 70 maybe. Um, but then at the end of Rocket City, my um, my leg, my, like my legs just gave out, right? Um, just couldn't. And so I came back, I had to turn around and train for Boston four months after that. And I said, I'm not, that's not happening again. <laughs> so I think I made it up to 80 miles peak for wow. Boston, just on my own running. Um, and that was with, I think the longest long run I ever did was 22 miles. The longest workout. The thing is Jack Daniels really likes long workouts. Um, and so I think I did a couple times, I did like a 15 mile run with a, a threshold ladder, which I still love that workout. I don't think Will would let me do it now. <laughs> but it's like you do four miles at threshold pace, then you take four minutes of just walking. Three miles at threshold pace, three minutes. Two miles at threshold pace, two minutes. One mile at threshold, which is really hard. And by the time you like warm up and cool down, it's like 15 miles, right? With I like with, long stuff too. Yeah, it's fun. And that's like, but that's like 10 miles at threshold pace, which is supposed to be basically your half marathon pace, right? So that just wrecks you mm. but i really liked that workout <laughs> so and you and you, she says she was pretty durable um, yeah talk to us about injuries uh yeah anything been stopping you um not really i've i've had more this cycle training for the trials than i really ever have but that's just because i've been running like more miles so actually that's that's a lie i've been really injured like once to the point where i couldn't really run um, and that was because I came back from Boston and felt really good and did a workout. And then that afternoon went and played ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> mm. And so I, I got, I think it was like a partial planner tear. Um, so that was, that was pretty bad, but that's, I just, that's one of those things you can point to and you're like, I just, I did too much. Right. So, but I think part of, um, I had a really good athletic trainer in high school. Um, and I was obviously I was playing sports year round. And so, we would talk a lot about paying attention to your body and like knowing what, like what you can work through and what you can't and what you, so I've had like, like I had a couple days off this training cycle that I just wasn't, wasn't on the schedule, but was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so you take one off, but I've been, I mean, I've been pretty lucky, you know, some of it's like, some of it's diet, some of it's like being smart and a lot of it's just like luck. Well, right. I've watched you run before, and I know you're, you've got very good form. Do you even work on your form at all? Not really. Um, actually, I think that's, like, something that helped, too, is when I first started running, I had a plan before Andrew handed me the Jack Daniels book. I had a plan that was, like, run every four days or, like, like four days a week, um, which is, like, most marathon plans you can find online. Um, and he, he was like, yeah, I think that's fine if you don't want to run fast. <laughs> Sounds like it. It was. <laughs> and so obviously like that, I was like, well, fine. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll run. What, how much do you think I should run? He's like, well, I think you should run every day. And so then I started doing that. And it's like, obviously that sounds anti, or that sounds not intuitive, right? To say like running every day helps you not get injured because that, you know, if running more, you would think you'd get injured more. But I, I'm a big fan if you're running slow enough. I think that it really helps because you're you force your body to adapt, right? Yeah. So for the longest time, I would I didn't have that great of form, but I just took really small steps, and I took because that was the only way that I could like 
keep running every day. And so I think that like working up through that has helped me too. But I don't really, I, I do like some strength training. I'll have like, like different exercises that I'll do to try to like cue different muscles, but I don't really worry that much about form. I think more I try to just like run fast when I'm supposed to and hope your body. Can like I said, I've watched it. you run and I know your form is good. Um, oh, thanks. <laughs> so after the three, uh, just over three hour Rocket City Marathon, yep. then then where did you go from there? So I ran 301. Um, my last mile at Rocket City was like 9:30 pace. It was so bad. Um, and so after that, I think I took a couple weeks and then I was had qualified for Boston when I ran Indy um just and since that's right after the qualifying window it wasn't until this like Boston 2018 so I was training for that one and like starting to feel that was when I hit 80 miles and I was like feeling really good um ready for it and I was like all right you know I originally my plan was talking to Suze I was like I'm just gonna run Boston for fun I'm just gonna like it'll be great and and to her credit, she was like, yeah, she was like, you're not, you're not going to do that. <laughs> she was like, that's the right way to do it. But like, it's hard. And, and especially it, that race. Exactly. And it is. So, but that was 2018 was, was the bad year, right? That was the year it was like 40 Cold, degrees and raining and, and yeah, everybody dropped out. Um, and so, yeah, but I, I went out pretty conservative cause I was, I was like, this is a bonus marathon, right? Like I thought maybe I could squeeze like maybe get a PR when I, I was going in without looking at the weather. And then after that, I was like, I'm just going to run. I'm going to have fun. Like, so I think I ran, I had a huge negative split. Like I think, so I ran three hours and 15 seconds. <laughs> and so, which is so close. And that um, was at the cold Boston. Yeah. That was the cold Boston. I think I got 78th that year. Big women's field. Yeah. So, which is like, yeah, pretty solid. And I felt, I finished and I felt up until I stopped running and got really cold, I felt great. Wow. Like, yeah, which was, so again, you know, I was finished. I'm like, I can do better. <laughs> like, I know I can run faster than that because I ran, I think it was, I probably split like 130. I'd be surprised if it was less than two minutes of a split because I went out That's pretty That's the way slow. you want to run marathons, so. Skylar, is you want negative. Even or negative split. That's what you always want to do. Hard to do. Most people cannot do that. Um, it's, it's tough, man. And you don't want too big of one, right? Because then it means you left something on the table. <laughs> yeah, it's even or negative split. Yeah. It's just the way you do it. Um, yeah. So then you're in three hours and 15 seconds. I feel like I kind of remember that, thinking yeah. that was a really good run because the times were actually slow that year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, does one in like. 2.30 something, I think. Like 2.30 high. To win, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember watching. I, I don't think I was there that year. Uh, yeah, I don't know that you were, actually. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think, think I was. was. Yeah. Were you no. into marathoning yet then, Scott? I don't think we were there in 2018. Okay, yeah. yeah. You guys picked a good year to skip. It was um, pretty miserable. <laughs> were you even interested in Boston by then? Probably. I mean, that's only two two years ago. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I I think I probably tracked the race a little bit. A little bit. Scott is still, you know, he's a trail guy. He yeah. he has a hard time wrapping his mind around being on the road for twenty six miles. Yeah, that's. Fair. Not for twenty one time. My knee hurt for like a week. So. Oh yeah. I, 
you know. That's rough. But if it, but if he ran more roads, it would probably yeah, be. probably yeah. so. Yeah, but like, but it's tough too when you, especially when you're used to being out. See, he, like, he likes drills. I'm scared of being out. I don't want to roll my ankle. <laughs> I always tell myself I'm going to get out there, and then I'm always like, well, I can't, I can't get hurt. <laughs> All right, so three hours, fifteen seconds in Boston. Three hours, fifteen seconds. What happened after that? So after that was when I got, I hurt my foot. Um, coming back on frisbee, like probably three weeks after that race. Um, and so I had a whole summer of, and then my, and Andrew and I got married in June that year. So had April through June, I was just like, not going to do anything serious, not going to do. And so we got back from the wedding and I, um, signed on with running lane. So I got Will Rogers to coach me, um, after that. Cause I was like, well, I haven't hit, I always figured that I would keep, self-coaching until you hit a plateau right Mm -hmm. but then like that's scary too because you don't want to hit you don't want to have to hit the plateau and then worry about like having someone else dig you out of it um and so yeah so I hired Will and then just went through the summer originally my plan we were always going to run CIM because that's it's known for being a fast course right Mm -hmm. like I think they sent out the trials qualifying stats and almost a quarter of them of all of the trials qualifiers have qualified as CIM um, which is crazy, right? That's so many people. <laughs> maybe it's not a quarter, maybe it's a seventh, but regardless, lots of them. Um, and so we were going to go do that. Originally, my goal was like 252 because um, I thought that was reasonable. That was like about what I felt like I was in shape for at Boston, had the weather, you know, shaped up. And so I was like, all right, I think, you know, if I like train again, I can pick back up here. Um, so Will started coaching you, and did your goals have to start changing? Did did he figure out what you needed to do? Um, yeah, he like it took a little while, I think, for him to. I we had, I think, part of it was we were in a build phase, you know. So you are not you're not doing that hard of workouts, and part of it is that when I gave myself workouts, I would run myself into the ground, you know. Like you fin- if you do a workout and you don't finish, like tired, it wasn't right. Whereas like. There's a lot of, you know, the the actual coaching schools of thought are a lot more like you want to be able to recover from it, right? So we definitely, there was definitely an adjustment period of like me basically complaining to Andrew that I, he wasn't letting me run fast enough. <laughs> like me like doing a lot of reps and being like, I could have run faster <laughs> or just like going and doing it and then being like, oh, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> so that was like, uh, we, but we got there, you know, it's like you figure out sort of think he he figures out what shape I'm in and then I figure out like the the philosophy behind like the workouts that we're doing um and then yeah so I think so he trained you for C C I M. yep and well, tell us a little bit about your training leading up to that marathon yeah yeah so um it was it was a lot more um probably more speed than because with Jack Daniels I had only ever really done like threshold stuff that was the fastest that I ever got and so CIM was just training for that was a lot more varied. Um, I got up to, I think I got up to 80 miles, but it was a lot more. I would do a lot, like I would build up and then I would have a down week and then I would build up and I'd have a down week, which is, um, a lot more sustainable way to run that many miles. Right. Um, and then I think the other thing that really helped that we've done for the trials build up to is just like fast finish long runs are like a killer workout right especially I think that's what the Kenyans do a lot actually I yeah I have heard that yeah it's like you start off real slow and then you just make sure because who was 
was it is it Kipchoge that does like a 5k at like 10k pace or something at the end of his long runs <laughs> yeah yeah which is brutal I'm not anywhere near that but like if you're running a, you know if you've got like 60 miles on your legs and then you go out and you do a 22 miler and your last like four miles are at marathon pace like that's a pretty good sim for that last like three miles of marathon you know that's tough yeah um so you got up to total maybe around 80 were there any key workouts that you felt like hey and and kind of have a really good idea of what i'm going to run at that marathon no so because i i always had those with uh, with Jack Daniels. So this was like the CIM was a little bit more of like a leap of faith on my part, right? Because I had, I was real familiar with what I was doing the same training plan and getting like, you know, I knew exactly like if I can do this workout, then like I can run this time for like these marathons, right? Um, so CIM, I didn't really have that. I just had like a different tr- lead up and then Will telling me like, yeah, I think you're in shape for this. Um, so thankfully, which is like, it's good. That's, like, what having a coach is, right? And, like, marathon training in general is, like, a leap of faith because it's not, like, 5K where you can go out and run one every, like, four weeks and see how much better you're getting, right? you got to just wait for the big day. Well, every time, like, every time when your running started getting really good, every time you would run a good race, um, Andrew would text me your time. <laughs> and, and I, I mean, like, it'd be, like, at the finish line, and I'd be like, wow, you know, I wow. Wow, yeah, I mean, I'd get it. And I hardly ever hear from Andrew, but he yeah. would always text me your time. <laughs> when you when you would run them and I'd be like wow so I was getting so like funny. firsthand knowledge yeah, on these, these times and I'm like holy smokes so going into CIM I yeah. wanted to talk about that particular race yeah the trip out there you know what you ate the night before <laughs> how you felt that morning what your first mile split was yeah things like that okay with yeah. that particular marathon yeah sounds good so um so the good thing with CIM was that a month before that, I had run the Indy half. Um, Which he sent me your time. The, I yeah. don't remember what it yeah, was, but it was, what was it? Uh, 118.36, I yeah. think, and I stopped to tie my shoe. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Six-minute pace. Yeah, yeah, six-minute flat, basically. So, so yeah, so that was unexpected, basically. That was like, but that was also the first race that I strapped on a pair of uh, Vaporflies, so <laughs> that was, it helps. Yeah, I was like, that was, that was good. But so we came out of that race and that again I like my calculators you can plug that in and that's it's like a 243 marathon right like Mm -hmm. it backs right out to it so that was the first time like four weeks before CIM where I was like okay I think you know maybe I can run I had wanted to train for a qualifier maybe like two or three marathons down the line and I was like okay we might be here like we might be able to do it um but so CIM I mean it's good Sacramento is like easy to get to minus the fact that you got to take the cross-country flight right cross-country um yeah Mm -hmm. but but we got there i think the race is sunday so we got there on um we got there on friday evening i think is it sunday yeah it must be a couple Um, days before yeah yeah so we got there friday evening um and then just like hung out i think we went to the train museum the next day just like it's something you can do to not be on like your feet all day Mm -hmm. right um but it was i mean cim is put on you can see why it's a fast race right they do a good job of like advertising that and recruiting people but to me cim was sort of like it's like boston if someone came back from Boston and made like a big list of the things that they didn't like about it and said that they were going to fix it. <laughs> so uh-huh. like, yeah, so there's certain things like, obviously it doesn't have the atmosphere. Like you don't have the, the people lining the street, but like when you get to the start line, 
of CIM, you take school buses, same as Boston, but um, but you can sit on the school buses until the gun goes off. So as you long don't, as you want. yeah, you don't have to get out into athletes. So you don't have to sit there in the cold and the rain. Like I think it was, it was a perfect day for marathoning when we were there, but it was pretty cold. So it was probably like low forties. Um, it's good running weather. It's perfect running weather. Yeah, and that was the, like it's California, so the odds that it's going to be good weather really high right but yeah so it was like you could sit on the buses until the start time so that was really nice because they're like heated and so you can just it's a lot more comfortable i would like that yeah and they have uh, i think they advertised it as a mile of porta potties like so as someone who waited in line too often at like athletes village in boston right (laughs) was just like no we're gonna have we're gonna have as many as we possibly can so so yeah so that was like it's just little things are just pretty convenient um and then yeah, I lined up. There were still a lot of people because I think that's like if you planned well, that was where people were going for a trials qualifier, right? If you like thought you were in pretty good shape, I think there were ninety high nineties women who qualified for the trials that race. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. So, wow. so I, so I got. I think I literally got like 76th or something. <laughs> so you go like, out, what, what was your email? first mile? So first mile was, I don't remember. It was probably 620-ish. The thing about CIM that people don't, it's a net downhill, but the first 13 is rolling. Um, so I can't remember if the first, if there's an uphill in the first bit, but there were a couple guys at the start line who were talking with me and Andrew and thankfully had like run the race before and they were like, just hold back. <laughs> like you got to run slow those first couple miles cause it'll just tear you up otherwise. Hmm. And so, yeah. And so thankfully they had, um, or we did and it was, it made it a lot so easier. So you stayed so, comfortable in the beginning? Mm-hmm, yeah, this was, so this was another negative split. Um, and thankfully I, Andrew ran the whole thing with me, like every step. Um, and so, which was, that was really nice because I think especially like it was, it's rolling for the first half. You get like 14 to probably 20 is just like a real gradual downhill. Um, and then it's just flat for the next, for the last like 10 K basically. Um, and so that first like 13 is just sort of like staying relaxed, making sure that you're not like, do you remember your halfway split? Um, I know that I negative split, um, so it must have been, it was probably like 120, it was, it was maybe like 121 high, something like that, um, yeah. What was going through your mind when you hit 121 high half? So, I mean, that would, literally when I hit that, that was the second fastest half that I've ever run, (laughs) minus the one I hit for, but the thing, like, you can't think about it, right? Yeah. It's like you can't. So my my whole goal, especially why it was nice to have Andrew there, is like just don't think about it. Like you think about you tell yourself you're feeling good. You don't think about how you're feeling. You tell yourself you're feeling fine, <laughs> and then you just like you worry about whether you're hitting like splits or not, you know. And so that was so I hit. I always do in a marathon. I don't take mile splits. Like I don't. I think that it's too. There's too many. There's too many miles. So are you looking at right? every other or something? I do every five. Um, I don't know if I'll that do sounds like ultra marathon stuff. There, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's a good <clears throat> break it up a little bit, right? It's like you do it. It doesn't work for halves because there's not as many miles. But like for a marathon, if you can like generally do every five, and then if you're really struggling, then you break the last 10k into 5k each, right? 
But, um, so yeah, so I was looking at every five and it's like, and then trying not to pay too much attention to the hills. Um, but, but yeah, I think I didn't really, I wasn't, I wasn't sure what was going to happen until probably like mile 25. Cause it's like, even I felt really good at 20. Like it was like, you're, you know, you're working, there are like little like hot spots and your muscles, but you can tell that like, you're going to be okay probably. But you know, I had Rocket City where the wheels fell off at 24 and a half. So you just never, you never know what's going to happen. So <laughs> did you race with anybody during that marathon or were you just doing your own thing? So, uh, not really. I, I ran with, I actually ran with a, a girl who I'm on the Wazelle team with now. Um, like we ran most of it, but we were sort of, we, I pulled ahead for a little while and then she came like flying past me in the last, like, three miles but at that point like especially I think it'd be different if we were just racing for a time you know but or racing like racing to see like how good you could get but when you're going for for like a qualifier like whether you know if you run under 245 then you're good if you don't then you're not then like you don't really want to if you know you're going to get under there like do you really want to push it that hard you know in that last little bit so I I didn't stayed I think comfortable. stayed exact like and that was when having Andrew was good right is that he's like I am not I'm not a rhythm runner like I I speed up and then I'm like oh no I'm speeding up too fast and I slow down and I slow down too much and I speed up and so Andrew just like I could just shut my brain off and just make sure I was like next to him um, and so I think we had every split for the last until the last like point two when you turn and you can see the finish line and then you're just like running straight to it every split for the last like 10k was like 610 pace just 610 610 610 nice it was yeah it was really impressive but um but yeah so no I like that's the thing is I there were a lot of people around me you know like there I think they have video of the finish line and you can see I like there's just women finishing just every two seconds for for like 30 seconds wow. yeah it's and crazy. so what time did you roll in so i ran um gun time i ran 243.50 which is what usatf uses so but i because i was i wasn't in the elite field so i started like 20 seconds back so my marathon pr is 243.30 but so you weren't with the they, they had an elite women's race as well yeah yeah but the qualifier was I, I didn't have anywhere near a qualifier because I think you had to run either 255 or like one, 122 or something for a half, and I hadn't I didn't have either one of those when I signed up. So, so yeah, it was good. It's not I'm okay with that problem. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So yeah, you kind of, fun. the whole you just were thinking let's qualify for the Olympic trials, and then what? Yeah, and. Yeah, I don't know. That was the thing. I was like, I didn't really, because you, you also don't want to get, like, too attached to it yet, right? If you don't know, you can do it. So I was like, you just, you can't think past it. You're just like, qualify, see what happens, go from there. But my first thought after crossing the finish line, because I had been, my plan was that CIM was sort of a, a freebie, right? Like, that was just a, like... My original goal going in was just to get sub three. Like, I just wanted to run under three hours. And, like, that was, I was like, that's why I sent my email to Will. Like, if I can do that, then I'll be happy. So it was like a 17-minute PR? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm, That's pretty big, Skyler. Uh, What do you think? (laughs) Yeah, you should go for another 17-minute PR. (laughs) That's that's what he keeps promising people. (laughs) I'm like, tell you know, when you're, especially, it's hard to explain the trials to people who aren't really in, like, the running community, too. You know, like, it's hard to say, I'm lining up for this. 
I don't have a chance <laughs> to like win it. Just admit, just so everyone knows, because people sometimes think that you're like being modest, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I think Alana was kind of talking about the same thing. Yeah, she was like getting people asking her if she was going to the Olympics. Yeah, not the trials. But. Yeah, which is yeah. like, yeah, it's very nice. Like it's, but it's hard to explain. And that, and the problem is that most of the times I do, Andrew's like sitting right next to me, and he's like, you never know, she got a 17 minute PR. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm with Andrew. We know. Um, so it's Wednesday. When are you leaving? Tomorrow morning. You guys Tomorrow got morning. me right before I left. Yeah. Heading to the ATL. Yes, sir. Um, I w- I'm not going over there this weekend. I know everybody in running You're is going to be Chiha, there. Right? But I got to do Chiha. You <laughs> know, I'm I'm ashamed that I'm skipping out on the trials to go run a race, but uh, I got to be at Chiha. Uh, Skylar is going. <laughs> You are? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. It's gonna be so fun. Scholar is gonna gonna be down there watching you. Yeah, um, awesome. You got family coming to see you run? Yeah, tell yeah. us about it. Bunch of family. So, um, yeah, my whole my whole immediate family's coming. Um, Andrew's immediate family's coming. Where Our, are they coming from? So my family's coming from Washington State. His family's coming from Florida. Um, I got a sister in California that's coming. Um, and then I've got cousins and aunts and uncles who are coming too. Um, and then cousins on Andrew's side also so that's just like people who are related <laughs> so are you on your own when you go do they have a certain place you're going to have to stay I mean what's the plan on that I'm, yeah I'm kind of curious yeah no it's crazy they um so the Atlanta Track Club I think it's basically just taking over the Omni downtown um so it's like the one that's in the bottom corner of Centennial Olympic Park mm-hmm. I think they're just they're taking over the um like all pretty much all the rooms there wow. so yeah and they they it's cool because most trials pay for the people with the a standard um which is 237 for women and something i have no idea what it is for guys also faster um but atlanta said that they'll pay for everybody that was like part of their bid to host um and so it's great they get we get a either a hotel room or half of a hotel room and a travel stipend so it's great as someone who's driving because, like, I can just get in a whole hotel room to myself. <laughs> nice. But I know girls who are um, traveling in and getting, like, money for their flight and then also getting, like, having a roommate. But so, yeah, so we're all going to be posted up in the same hotel. All the, st- all the check-in stuff is in the hotel. They're going to have meals and medical and, like, so, yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. Like, have you been assigned rooms. a bib number or anything yet? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm 321. So how many how many ladies are running? There are going to be like four hundred and sixty something running. I think five hundred. That's kind of a big race. It is right. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty big. (laughs) With no slow people. That's see, and (laughs) and that's what it's going to be crazy because all these, including you know like me and Alana, like we're lining up. You know how many we're. We're going to be in the back, right? Like, what what races are you going to run where you're going to be... We're not, obviously, you know, I'm not saying we're going to be last, but, like, I had... I went and I ran the Road to Gold race, which was the preview run for this. It was, when, it was when that loop was, like, eight miles. So it was, like, to see the, the what the course looked like, right? What did you think about it? It's super hilly. Um, yeah, that's... I mean, it'll be... Atlanta track club. Peachtree Road job, race but, has to be hilly. Peachtree's yeah. hilly. Yeah. Peachtree has to be hilly. Yeah. 
I just don't. Yeah, I think that they did. It. They they got it as flat as they could, but it's gonna it's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be really fun to watch though, because like people are gonna like. There's gonna be some serious. Moves. What's on your mind about it, Skyler? <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm just yeah. gonna go with the flow, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Skyler's kind of interested in seeing um, Jim Walmsley run the men's yeah. race. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. getting kind of into it. I don't know what's going to happen. but Yeah, he's been saying he's in 210 shape. Well, and he's an ultra marathoner. Yeah. You know, course record holder, Western States 100. I feel like if it's a Helia course, as I think it's going to be, that that plays into his favor. Um, yeah. Being an ultra marathoner is going to be strength more than speed for some folks, I think. Um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, so how has your training been leading up to this point? It's been good, yeah. Um, it's a little shorter than most build-ups that I've done because I think I, I raced the Indianapolis half and then only started after that. Um, and so, yeah, so it's been, like, a little bit shorter, but um, it's been really good doing a lot more, like, longer runs um, just because the race is so hilly that, it's, like you said, it's going to take stronger. So I think my longest run I did was 25 miles. Yeah, just, like, long, long and slow. There's yeah, there's a, there's a long run. Um, uh, well, what... Um... Any idea what kind of shape you're in? So I like to think, so my, my PR is 243.30. I like to think if I were on a flat course that I'm in PR shape, um, but I would be very pleasantly surprised if I were able to PR on this course. Um, Just because it's so hilly. Yeah, I think I was seeing something online today that people think it's probably, with the, with the hills and the turns, they think it's probably like a three, three and a half minute edition so i'd be that's not bad though it's it's not bad and so i and i think like i think i'm in good shape i'm feeling good so um so yeah i think like anything in the 245 neighborhood i'd be really happy with anything under 250 would be a great day no like, complaints yeah, yeah no exactly. complaints under 250 yeah. um yeah. It's, it's gonna be interesting to see yeah uh, and i'm sure i think it's national television mm-hmm. um, nbc yep and it's i'm sure they can track you yeah, I think so. Um, I think it's if it's like Atlanta2020trials.com has like links to the app and to tracking and all that and athlete bios. And, and what time does so, your race start? So they changed it recently. So the men's race starts at 12.08 and the women's race starts at 12.20. I wonder so, where, um, what's the weather forecast? Any idea? It's looking beautiful. It's looks looking sunny like, and cold? Yeah, like 50, um, probably like maybe partly sunny but it'll be like 50 degrees at like a high that so, is perfect yeah yeah, yeah that is can't perfect. complain oh man it's gonna be good for spectating and running yeah yeah what do you think scholar yeah i was gonna ask about the weather as well um, yeah how's like you know you're thinking starting at noon you're probably used to getting up in the morning and and all your training's probably been in the morning as well yeah um, yeah so how's that affecting you so that's the one i'm not super jazzed about the noon start because yeah like I run in the mornings and it's weird to run like I've been doing more doubles this cycle so I run some in the afternoon but my last three weekend runs I started later so I like made sure to did that on purpose Mm -hmm. yeah I like woke up at the same time ate breakfast ate like the light lunch and then went out at like 11 20. You so know. what are you planning so, to eat with that 12 o'clock start? So probably just like a pretty normal breakfast minus like, uh, yeah, I don't know. So probably like some rice and sweet potatoes and eggs. And then I'll have like a bagel before and then we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> are you thinking, are you been nervous at all? 
Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, right now I'm excited. I'll get nervous when I get there, you know? <laughs> I like, that's usually how, now I'm, I'm, I'm excited and I'm impatient. Like, that's always how the taper works, right? It's like you, you start tapering and you just want to run, like, right then. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think it's going to be exciting. I told yeah. Skylar, as soon as I get done with Chihaw, I start at 7.30 in the morning. So yeah. I may actually, you know, y'all won't have been running long by the time I get done. So yeah. I'll, I'll start texting Skylar as soon as I get done. Yeah. And I'm sure he can keep me posted pretty well. I don't yeah, even know okay. if I have a very good signal up at Mount Chihaw, but I know I can get texts. <laughs> yeah, he'll be able to okay. get text. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. I think all eyes in the U.S. are going to be yeah on the ATL. Well, because, no, you know, I think especially the women's race, just wide open, right? Well, it's like, pretty exciting. Yeah. You got any words of wisdom to give to her? <laughs> I, I have nothing to speak on this. I, you've ran a few marathons. So. Yeah, I've, I've run several marathons. I, I Like I said, I've been watching Kelsey run the last few years. Good form, trains good. I think she's going to do just fine. Oh, um, it's going to be exciting, though. Yeah, it's going to be good. Sky, do you know where you're going to be watching from? Uh, I've heard excited? stuff about Brooks, and I, okay. I'm just going with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I'll be with Barb and my mother. So. Okay, yeah, that's the way to go. <laughs> They're going to have like, a blast. Go There's, along. Yeah. I, he's going to be hanging out with our vendors and with Brooks and New yeah. Balance and Hoka and they, I'm sure they're going to do it first class as well. So yeah. he'll, he'll have a big time. I bet you it's going to be more fun than he even knows he's going to have. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to be there, but that's okay. I'll God, be there in God spirit. You, huh? <laughs> I'll be there in spirit. Um, well, thanks, Kelsey, for coming. We wish her the best of luck. And everybody, all eyes on ATL this weekend. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.